0: 7:02. The Africa Report with Crystal Alderson. All right, let's catch up with stories uh, happening on the continent. Crystal, we now finally uh, have uh, a date for those Ethiopian peace talks. In fact, they're happening in our backyard, uh, but uh, not much information on the agenda, the format, or even the role of the mediators. What do we know so far?
1: The African Union finally broke their silence saying that the talk started. In fact, it started yesterday and will end on Sunday. Um, The delegation arrived on on Sunday, and so they were tweeting, you know, hopeful um, that the peace talks will, um, you know, get some sort of plan in place by both parties, the government and the Tigrayans, in terms of a way forward. Um, But we as you indicated, we know it's somewhere in Pretoria, Bongani. We don't know the format. We don't know um, the exact role of the mediators. We do know the African Union confirmed that the former Nigerian president and Horn of Africa mediator Olusegun Obasanjo is there, former Kenyan president Uhuru Kenyatta, and of course our own former deputy president and former UN head, Pumzile Mlambo Luka is also there. Um, so we've had to piece things together, Pongani, because we are not getting a lot of information. Um, the Tigrayans are saying they do want an end of hostilities, they want unfettered humanitarian access, and they want the withdrawal of the Eritrean forces. So from that's from their side. From the government is saying they want to be able to engage, um, have meaningful conversation, and then plot a peaceful path um, towards peace in the country we even saw the Pope coming out saying that he's um, really um, he's the conflict is causing him trepidation and he's really hoping that the dialogue will lead to a genuine path of reconciliation. Um, We hear from the UN that they said that the hostilities have in fact escalated, and it's really mounting to some serious humanitarian um, challenges on the ground. Um, And so now we know talks are starting. Um, We are hoping that there will be open opening remarks or some closing remarks, Bongani, but at this stage the information is really trickling down and one has to piece together because we've been talking about it and looking at some of the issues that have come up and of course who is there and what. Hopefully we'll have some good news on Sunday and we can talk about this. All right.
0: Talk to me about the Ugandan-Tanzanian oil pipeline that sparked a bit of a climate row.
1: Um, I thought with COP27 happening in the coming days, it's interesting how different countries are dealing with it. So firstly, you had big Ugandan oil find. Uganda and Tanzania said, look, we need to get it to the port. Let's build a pipeline. And the two African nations are saying, look, we need this. We need this for our economy. And now we have Western countries saying, well, actually, this um, is really not good. It should be halted. There's human rights abuses, and um, it's just not... Really good for the environment. And I thought it was interesting how, I mean, South Africa, we have our own issues, and our Gwede Mantashe also says or talks about um, our engagement with um, Europe and other countries. But here, Uganda and Tanzania are like dismissing the criticism. They're saying that this pipeline is vital, it will uplift um, the two countries, and they need it. And I thought it's very interesting how African countries will have to make very hard decisions and their own decisions. Around economic development versus environmental development.
0: Keeping on those stories, Crystal Audison, this Wednesday's Africa Report.